Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Ronelle Briggs, and today we are talking all about books. This is one of my favorite episodes to record each month because as you probably know from, you know, my social media from the podcast episodes, if you listened before, I love books. I love reading. When I discovered Book Talk, that was like just the best because it was cool to be able to connect with so many other people that get so much joy from reading. And I love talking about the books that I read too and just like sharing them with other people and seeing how they felt about the books, what we agreed on, what we disagreed on, and just like really connecting with people who have read the same things as I have. So Last year, I set a goal for myself to read 100 books, and I accomplished that. And then this year, I decided to double it. (laughs) And I am working towards that goal right now. And something that I started last year was doing a monthly reading wrap-up where I would share with you the books that I read and then what I rated them and how I would review them. And I just want to preface if this is your first of the reading list episodes, these aren't like in-depth perfectly literary reviews they're just kind of fun ways to just talk about and share my thoughts on the books I read how I felt about them what I liked what I didn't like so you know don't expect this like amazing amazing review that tells you everything about the book because that's not really what this is it's more of like this is me sharing my thoughts and then if you have thoughts on the book too pretend we're in a conversation and you were saying them back to me and you can send me a dm on instagram so we can talk about it if you want Um, But I thought that in this episode, I also wanted to include a little section at the beginning where I talk about books that feel like summer because I don't know what it is about the summer, but I just feel like my, um, my want to read just like increases like crazy. And, you know, I I love reading, so I always want to read. But in the summer, it's just the perfect time to romanticize reading, to just make it a whole thing and I just love that so I'm hoping that this summer I'm going to be able to use that to my advantage to help me catch up on my reading goal because I am behind I'm not really too concerned like I I know I'm gonna read the 200 books but I definitely do want to like close that gap a bit so before we get into the books that I read in June I want to share like a little short list of books that feel like summer that you might want to add to your reading list uh this this these next couple months to romanticize this season so let's just put it this way like pretty much any book that's based in like california or nantucket is going to be considered a summer read it just gives those kind of coastal vibes or like the small town summer vibes that we are all looking for that we all want to romanticize ourselves living in so if you can find a book that has either of those um as the geographical location then you just know that it's going to be a perfect uh, read for summer so the first series that i will share with you is the summer i turn pretty by jenny han so i read this last year to be honest it wasn't my favorite series that I've ever read, but you can't deny that the fact that it does give those major summer vibes and the fact that season two comes out on July 14th, which I am actually super excited to see, just makes it more like enticing to want to read the series. So if you haven't read that, definitely add that to your reading list. The next one is Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and we're going to get into this in the episode because I just reread it last month. This is one of my favorite books ever. I love this book so much, and reading it makes me want to go to Malibu like I'm not even kidding the next one is 28 Summers by Erin Hildebrand and this I just finished yesterday actually my friend recommended it to me and I think that this author like pretty much all of her books are summer read worthy they're all based in like Nantucket or those kind of vibes because if you read at the end 
um, of the book, like about the author, she actually lives there. So she wrote from that perspective, which I think is really cool because it's like you live on this little like like island or in this town that we all romanticize. And so now you can actually write from like the perspective of what it would be like to live there. So that was really cool. And we'll talk about that, not in this episode because I finished it this month, probably in next month's book reading episode. Next up, we have Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So this is kind of interesting. And I I think this is why I said that anything that is based in California gives summer vibes, because this isn't like explicitly a summer book, but it just seems like a great book to read outside in the sun if you've seen the tv show um i read the book watched the tv show then read the book again so that was kind of cool and we're going to talk about that in this episode because i read it last month as well but that one just gives the vibes i don't know it just it's just a perfect read for outside in the sun next up we've got every summer after by carly fortune if it has the word summer in it you know it's probably gonna be a good summer read too um this is a good one and then meet me at the lake by carly fortune another good one i read this one this month and it wasn't my favorite like i say it's a good one as in it gives the summer vibes but it wasn't my favorite book overall we'll talk about that in this episode and then it happened one summer and hook line and sinker by tessa bailey both summer reads both in my reading cart right now actually i read them last year but again it you know it has summer in the title it has like hook line and sinker i mean the cover just looks beachy the cover of that book so you just know but those are just some some recommendations of some books to read that feel like summer if you have any other recommendations feel free to let me know send me a dm over on instagram and i will share it on my social media all right now without further ado let's get into the reading list my june reading list and book review So I read nine books this month, and we're going to talk about each of them, and these are my ratings and reviews of each. So the first book that I read was By Yourself, The Effing Lilies by Tara Schuster, and I gave this book four stars. I really liked this book. I did. I hadn't heard of it before. Like I went to the library one day, and I was looking for a personal development book, and this one stood out to me because I just felt like it was going to give you the vibe of like being a personal development book but also being kind of like lighthearted and funny (laughs) and it definitely was it was one of those kind of entertaining self-help books and if you liked you are a badass by jen sincero or untamed by glennon doyle you'll like this book because i feel like it kind of had a similar vibe to both of those it's also a really good book to read if you're working on putting yourself first and if you're looking for like self-care practices and rituals to implement into your life because that's what she talks about in each of the chapters while weaving in her own story. And I think she did a really good job with that. Those are like my favorite kinds of books to read now where, you know, you hear somebody's story, but then they also give you like advice and tangible tips and stuff that they've taken from their life. Um, And this is one of those books. The next book I read was The Selfish Hour by Megan Weisheipel, and I gave this book four stars. And reading this was also super cool because I like somewhat know the author. I'm connected to her on social media and she worked with a coach that my mom and I worked with a few years back. And so it was really cool to read her book because it's like you kind of know the person. Not really, but like kind of like it's not just some like random person that you picked up off the shelf. But I liked the way that she wrote the book and there were a lot of useful reminders and quotes that I took from it, two of which were um, you can't change your past, but you can change your relationship to it. And I thought that that was a really good reminder 
because we dwell so much on things that happened in the past and it it usually is, you know stops us from growing and moving forward in the future because we can't get over that and so I think that was just kind of a good reminder that like you can't change what happened but you can change how you look at it moving forward and then the other one was until you value yourself you'll not value your time until you value your time you'll not do anything with it um, that's by M. Scott Peck and I thought that this was really important too. Again, when it comes to like prioritizing yourself and your time and the way that you treat yourself, like if you don't value yourself, you're not going to value the time that you have. And if you don't value your time, you're not going to do anything productive with it. And I think that that was just a good reminder too, to come back to like, okay, you are important. Your time is important and what you do is important. So, you know, spend that accordingly. There was also things in this book that I could relate to as well, which I always find comforting like when you read these kinds of books because it makes you feel like you're not alone. So that was really helpful. And it was also nice because it was a quick and easy read, but it had so much goodness in it. So it won't take you too long to get through, but you'll get a lot out of it. Okay, next up I read Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. And I was really excited to read this book because I had been hearing about it everywhere. And I gave it three stars. It 100% does give the summer vibes that we are looking for right now. But there was just like some things in the books, mainly in the like second half of the book, that I was just like, I don't know if I like this. The book in my head was a four star rating until about halfway where I just started to get bored. I started this book though the first day I started to decide to start romanticizing reading. So it still deserves a star for that because that was kind of like the start of me really making reading into like a whole thing like but I did like the formatting in the book how it was you know going from past to the future you know you start off by talking about the present and then you go back in time I kind of wish they had done more with the mom story because like in the book there's journals from her mom and I feel like that could have been done a little bit better though like the one thing that I will say and and this is something that she did in her first book too, which I really liked, but then it was almost like anticlimactic. It's like in the whole book, it leads up to this, like this one thing, like this whole time you've just been waiting to hear what happened, like, you know, why she was so rebellious as a teenager, or like, you know, in, in every summer after, like, like why her and Sam had such a, or these aren't the same people. Oh my gosh, I'm talking about the same people. But why the main character and the main male character had a falling out. And then you got to the reason and it was just kind of like, it fell flat. So I didn't like that because I was like, okay, there was all this buildup and the buildup was great. But then what it built up to was kind of like, eh. In terms of the characters, after a while, the main character started to get a little bit annoying. Um, and as much as I liked Will, I think the author could have done a bit more with him. That being said though, she did talk about some serious things in this book, which I think is like a a good thing to incorporate. I mean, so, sometimes you just want a light, easy read, but it is nice to kind of be brought back to some of these things that are actually happening and it just gives you perspective. But the mention of the things that in this book that were along those lines were kind of like abrupt and sudden and it just, it almost like didn't really like make sense. Like it was kind of just random, but the book was promising. I just, I don't feel like it fully delivered. That's why it got three stars. Okay, next up, Courage is Calling, Fortune Favors the Brave by Ryan Holiday. I give this book four stars and this, because this book was so much better than I thought it was going to be. So, okay, I heard about this book um, 
and this book series and the author on an episode of Jay Shetty's podcast because he was interviewing the guy. And I was intrigued immediately. Like, I, I think I literally, after I listened to the episode, put the book on hold at the library so that I could read it. But I was a little bit nervous because, like, in the episode, um, the podcast episode, you could tell that the author was really big into, like, philosophy. And so in my head, I'm like, he kind of, like, reminded me, like, like if philosophy meets history meets um, English. Like, those are the kind of things that he would have studied in school. And so I was a little bit, like, wary because I was like, are these thoughts going to be too deep and, like, tied to references that I don't even understand, that I don't, I won't understand the concepts of the book? So I, I was confused. I was concerned about that. But when I read it, it wasn't. Like, it was perfect. He wrote it in a way that made it understandable, even if you're not, like, a um, philosophy, history, English buff. And even though there were like a lot of history references and stuff like that, it still made sense to me. And so I really enjoyed it, actually. And I'm really looking forward to reading the rest of the series. And I also like this is just a side note. The chapters weren't too long. So, I mean, I like to read at least 10 pages of a personal development book every morning just to start my day. And I liked that I was able to get through a couple concepts instead of just being in, stuck in like one chapter for so long. Like I liked the way that the book was written. It was, it was just, it was good. It was, it was so much better than I expected it to be. And, and that made me happy. Okay, next up. Okay, this has got to be one of my favorites from the month. It was a reread and that was Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And five stars, five stars. And it's interesting because I don't think I gave this book five stars the first time I read it. I think I gave it four. But I re decided to re-enter my Taylor Jenkins re-era this month. And so I started with this book and it delivered. I knew it was going to, but like, you know, that four stars changed to a five with this reading. I love the writing style of this book. It's interview style if you haven't read it yet or if you haven't seen this the show which I think is so unique because I don't think I've read another book like that before. And what's so cool too, like I just, I have to applaud Taylor on the creation of her characters because she did such a good job with each of them. Like you could read through the interview and you wouldn't even have to really look at who's talking. You would just know who's talking based on what they said because it's like, oh, that's totally something that Billy would say or oh, that's totally something that Warren would say. Like you just knew. And I feel like like that deserves applause on its own because that's a big deal like to be able to create characters with such a that each have such a unique personality that you can just tell who's talking without even having to like read that part that's that's pretty impressive to me and I also thought it was cool to reread the book after having watched the show so I read the book first like last summer then they announced the show was coming out and I felt good about how I had read the book first and then the show came out and the show was really really good and at that point like it had been a couple months since I had read the book, so I didn't remember all the details. So if they changed things in the show, unless it was something drastic, like I would, wouldn't have noticed. But then I reread the book and I noticed that some things were different. But I liked the way that they did the show. Like it was perfect. And it was also cool rereading the book because I imagined the scenes a little bit differently because now I had kind of a visual of what these people could have looked like because I had watched the show so it was just good it was really good I highly recommend reading this it's a great book to read in the summer I not because it's about summer but just because it just gives off those summer vibes I don't know how to describe it but it was really good Next up, continuing on in this era, I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, also by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and I gave this book five stars again. The first time I read this, I gave it five stars, um, and then I read it again, and it got five stars again. This is probably one of my favorite books. Again, so well written. The concept is incredible. The writing was great. Like The storyline was awesome. How everything connected was so cool. Like Again, thinking about the creativity that had to go into the fact that like 
making all of these husbands distinct and making their reason for all of these husbands to have been a thing and all these things. And then also just some of the, like the diversity that she put in the book, I really loved as well. And I remember loving that the first time, but I loved it even more this time too. And she just did a really, really good job with this book. Like, Oh, it's one of my all-time favorites, and I will definitely be reading it again. Okay, next up, I read a book. I was kind of disappointed by this one. Never finished Unshock Your Mind and Win the War Within by David Goggins. I gave this book two stars because, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't love this book. It kind of just felt like it was a list of all of his accomplishments and, like, and then a lesson sprinkled in, in here and there. And, like, I don't know. I don't want to be rude because he definitely has accomplished so much. But just the way that the book was written, it just didn't deliver. It didn't, I, I, I didn't really enjoy it. I was kind of just like, I don't really like DNFing books, so I'm going to finish it. But it was not my favorite. And again, maybe that's fine because I was reading some reviews on Goodreads and a lot of people had rated it five stars. And so maybe I just had a different expectation and that's just why I didn't like it and why I didn't vibe with it. But yeah, I definitely liked his other book better than this one. That being said, though, I will say I feel like it is a little bit hard to write a second book after you've written a book that has done so well the first time. And a lot of the times, like, the second book just isn't going to be as good. And maybe that's because of people like me who have certain expectations for how it was going to go. I don't know. So, I mean, good thing that good for him for writing a second book. I'm not going to, you know, discredit that. And, yeah, we'll just leave it there. Okay. And we continue on with Taylor Jenkins Reid, Malibu Rising, five stars, five stars. I honestly, I can't remember if I gave this book four stars the first time and now it turned into five or if it was always a five, but it's a five now. This is such a summer read. Like if you haven't read it yet, read it this summer. If you have read it, reread it again this summer because it will just give you all the vibes. I read this and I was just kind of wishing I was in California, Malibu to be specific. And now I really still want to go to Malibu. Oh my gosh, now I'm thinking about it. But this is a really good book too. Like, I love this book. I love Taylor Jenkins Reid's writing style. Like, if you haven't been able to tell already, I love that they're all, you know, they all happened in the past, like in previous decades, because it's cool to like live through a decade that I didn't actually live through. Um, I loved all the characters and I loved how it went back and forth between the time periods. I thought that that was really cool. I love how, you know, you get a glimpse of each of the Riva siblings' stories. And I just, I also love the crossovers from characters from other books. And when they, like, like lightly brought up kind of Riva's marriage to, to Evelyn Hugo. And, like, when Carrie Soto comes in, if you've read that book by her, Carrie Soto's back. But it's just such a good read, such a summer read. Like, that's something that you could, I mean, it's not like a longer book, but you could probably read it in a sitting because it's that captivating. You just have to know what happens next. Okay, and then the final book that I read last month was Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing by Matthew Perry. And I actually didn't give this book a rating. I was kind of waffling between like how I wanted to rate it. But I looked at Goodreads. Whenever I'm really struggling, sometimes I'll look at Goodreads just to see if anybody else could put into words how I was feeling about the book. And I saw a review that did. And, and she hadn't rated the book either. And she had said like something along the lines of, I didn't feel right giving this book a review like a rating because I don't think he needs any more like um like criticism or you know anything coming from the public because he shared his story so openly and vulnerably and I was like yes that's a really good way to put it because I agree I didn't want to have to rate it either because I'm like 
well, it wasn't my favorite book in the world, but I feel bad giving it a bad rating because of how vulnerable the opening was. This book is so raw and real. Like, you know, you got to applaud him for putting that out there and sharing his story. I'm not going to lie, though. This book didn't really hit my expectations. Like, it's not what I expected. And again, like, you know, sometimes it's good to just not have any expectations when you're heading in. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that book. It wasn't my absolute favorite, but... I do like applaud him for being so open and sharing his story. All right. And with that, that is a wrap on the June reading list. Nine books. Hoping to read more this month. I know that nine books is, you know, it, it could be considered a lot. But considering I'm behind on my reading goal, it's not really that much. That being said, we're romanticizing reading this summer. So hopefully that's going to help me get back on track. But that is all for this episode. Let me know if you read any of those books. Let me know what's on your summer reading list, what books I need to add to mine, because you know I'll be out here reading. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and we will chat in the next episode. Chat soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast. I would love to hear from you, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials and with your friends by tagging The Confidence Club. If you enjoyed these episodes, make sure to go follow The Confidence Club on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for daily inspiration and even more content. Chat with you soon. Bye!